Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. 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 Welcome to episode 567, where we will be discussing 10 effective ways to overcome objections. While these techniques are often used in the context of business and sales, they are applicable in a wide range of communication situations, from personal relationships to professional interactions. By learning how to effectively address objections, you can improve your ability to negotiate, persuade, and ultimately achieve your desired outcomes. Whether you're looking to close a deal, resolve a conflict, or simply improve your communication skills, these strategies will provide you with the tools you need to succeed. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn some valuable tips and tricks for overcoming objections in any situation. Are you feeling stuck in your personal or professional life? Do you want to achieve more but aren't sure how to get there? It's time to try a coaching experience with Terry Wilson. With Terry's one-on-one coaching, you'll discover the specific steps you need to take to reach your personal and professional goals. Whether you're looking to increase your income, start a new business, or improve your relationships, Terry's coaching will give you the tools you need to succeed. But that's not all. When you sign up for a coaching experience with Terry, you'll also receive several free books and resources to help you continue your journey towards success. These materials are developed by Terry himself and are designed to give you the knowledge and inspiration you need to keep moving forward. Don't wait any longer to achieve the success you deserve. Sign up for a free coaching experience with Terry Wilson today and start living the life you've always dreamed of. Go to terrywilson3.com coaching today while room is still available. Again, that's terrywilson3.com slash coaching to sign up for a free coaching experience with Terry. Now, if you know what you're worth, you want to get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hit. Yeah. And not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. This is TTW3. You're listening to TerryWilson3.com. TerryWilson3.com. Inspiring, informative, and entertaining content for the entrepreneur and small business owner. Here's your host, Terry Wilson. Have you ever been told, I go away? I don't want what you're selling. Leave me alone. Why are you calling me? Get off my porch. I don't like you. I don't like salespeople. If you're a salesman, Today's episode is for you. You know, the number one reason I find people are have a negative emotion or feeling toward getting into the profession of sales is because of the adverse response that inevitably you you have either expressed or had expressed to you. I mean, no one likes to feel like they're pestering. Well, unless you're a psychopath. Now, psychopath, let me tell you, make the best salespeople. But if, if you're not psychotic and you would like to make a living, the only way to make a living is to warm up to the idea that I truly believe this. And Zig was the first one to ever say it that I heard, but I've heard other people say it since then. Everyone is selling. I don't care if you're in the profession of sales or not. 
everyone is selling. If you work for a nine to five job and you are working in a cubicle, you're selling. You're selling your employees and your employer, your uh, middle management. You're selling everyone around you how to treat you, how to give you advancements, where to keep you, how, how to, to interact with you. Everything you experience in life is based on how you are showing up in the world and how you are persuading people, educating people, informing people on how to interact with you. And that, my friends, is selling. Selling is nothing more than teaching to convey, to uh, to illuminate that which people either don't understand or are not taking notice of so that you can have them see things from your perspective, not to manipulate, not to, to try to get one over on them, but to simply say, hey, I understand you sit from this perspective, but have you considered this perspective? And then showing that perspective in a way that they can literally understand deeper and experience more because of the way you have been able to frame the understanding. So today, I want to give you 10 ways, 10 tried and true proven ways that will help you as a salesperson overcome the inevitable objections that you are going to have. And let me just tell you, if you don't get objections, if you don't get pushbacks from the person you are speaking to about the value, the product, the good, the service that you are presenting, then be afraid <laughs> I am scared of anybody that would just wholesale buy into anything and everything that I'm offering right up front without any consideration to the alternative to, well, what about this? I need them to push back because I don't see things from their perspective. And quite frankly, I don't want to sell anything to anyone that it's not a fit that because not everything I offer is good for everyone. And that's just the truth. No, it doesn't matter what I'm offering. If I was in real estate, if I was in insurance, if I was in coaching, if I was in pastoring, if I was in whatever, even you say, well, Terry, aren't you a pastor? Are you saying that your faith isn't right for everyone? My faith is right for everyone, but my denomination and my persuasion and my vantage point it might be a better fit for them to be in a different group of believers and even a completely different denomination. So even at that level, I'm telling you, you know, I, I'm a, for whosoever will, but let him who has ears, let them hear. Hear what? My voice. Can they not hear my voice? They must not be my sheep. They must be someone else's sheep, <laughs> you know? So that's the point. That's the point. All I want to do in my personal life is to tear down any of the non-legitimate, valid objections that someone ha would have to buy into what I'm offering so that once they see my perspective, understand my point of view, and then couple that with their perspective, their experiences, and their way of doing things, having both put together, then they can have an educated decision made and make the best decision that's right for them. That, my friend, is what I call a win-win scenario. 
And when you can go into sales and you can go into business and you can go into a meeting, a closing meeting even, if you can go into whatever you're going into with that framework that I'm going to win this, I might win the sale or I might win a friend in the marketplace that would refer someone else to me. But either way, I'm going to win. And how do I win them as a friend if I didn't win them as a client? By doing right by them, by helping them get to the decision. You know, you're right, uh, Joe, Jane. This isn't right for you. This would be the worst thing for you to do right now. This, this, You should never do this. Or maybe this isn't the right time. But helping them and validating their feelings, their beliefs in a in legitimate way and making sure that it's 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 legit that both sides both both scales have been equally weighted so the the blind eye of course in that scenario justice but the blind eye of truly making a rational decision can be uh, obtained when i can do that with the client working co-laboring with them to come to the best decision for them they are not they might not be a client but they could be a fan and that's just as important because rather than have one sale i'd rather have 10 referrals because i know if i just keep getting good people referred to me from good people i'm going to be writing good business and i'm going to be doing good in the marketplace but to get to that there has to be an open transparent honest conversation about what they feel what you feel and then helping them and if you can present it that way here's the other thing i found i find when i am legitimately pushing back saying well mr client or mr perspective client but you said this but what about this now i i'm with you if that's true but if i can put posture it in a way that hey i'm not trying to win an argument i'm trying to co-labor with you to find a truth in this particular scenario is it true or is it not true that this is this this and this so that is what these 10 scenarios these 10 ways of overcoming objections i really believe is not only going to help you but help your client and by helping your client ultimately help you even more even if you don't get the sale So let's get into it right now. Attention all small business owners. Are you looking to expand your reach and grow your customer base? Look no further than having a website and blog for your business. With a website and blog, you can increase your visibility, cost-effectively market your products or services, and build trust and credibility with potential customers. A blog is also a great way to engage with your customers and build a community around your brand. And the best part? You can access all this valuable information 24-7. Don't get left behind. Give your business the competitive edge it needs and create a website and blog today. You can get a professional website hosted with all the software you need for as little as $10 a month by going to terrywilson3.com slash hosting. That's terrywilson3.com slash hosting. Slash hosting. Slash Are you looking 
to launch or grow your business. Want unlimited qualified buyers calling you? Look no further than TW3, the online platform that provides everything you need to succeed. With TW3, you'll have access to the latest and most effective techniques to generate unlimited leads. And you can go from launching your business to scaling it with ease. Our platform even offers highly lucrative products and business models for those just starting out. Our focus is on helping you attract the right kind of leads and build a sustainable business. And with our team of experts and ongoing support, you'll have all the tools and training you need to continuously improve. TW3 is suitable for anyone who wants to launch or grow their business, no matter your level of experience. So why wait? Go now to TerryWilson3.com. That's TerryWilson3.com. The online platform for launching and scaling your business. Start now. Inspiring. Informative. And informational. This is TW3. Number one. Overcoming objections. The first way is simply to acknowledge and empathize what you're hearing. Don't uh, there's so many times salespeople will just they hear and, and they jump to and then that's human nature. If you've been in marriage, if you've been in relationships, isn't it true that you are already thinking about a response? before you fully listen and understand and really wrestle with what you're being told, you you automatically go, I know what they're saying, and you cut it off in your mind. You might not um, uh, physically or, or audibly, you might not cut it off, but in your mind, and they pick up on that. The people that you're speaking with, they pick up on the fact they're not listening to me. They just assume that I just said this and they didn't even hear this part. But when we can acknowledge and emphasize, listen carefully to the customer's objection, acknowledge their concern and show that you understand it. You empathize with it. This actually, even if it is you agreeing with a point that is not in your favor by doing that, you're building trust and rapport with that client or with that person you're speaking with even if this is not in a sales scenario but this is just you interacting with your fellow man your fellow human your wife your friends your whoever when i can acknowledge what i have heard and how do you acknowledge it what's the best way to acknowledge it regurgitate it back say you know i just uh, when you said this is this what you mean because this is what i'm hearing let them correct your misunderstandings, or let them say, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. When you can do that, believe it or not, and do that on the front end, the thing that you have just done is told them you can be trusted. And people that trust other people, they lower their guard so that they can hear what they have to say. But see, the thing that a lot of people, salespeople especially, and I am just as guilty, by the way. I'm just as guilty. But the thing that we as salespeople don't get sometimes is we have to, we have to earn the right to be heard. That, you know, I love what Maxwell says. He says, everybody speaks, but very few people connect. Everybody communicates, he says. Everybody communicates, but very few people, very few people connect. 
And if I want to have influence, if I want to have an impact, if I want to be able to give illustration to how their lives can be better because they bought into whatever it is I'm selling, if I want that, I have to first and foremost earn the right to be heard. And when I earn the right to be heard, I can then start connecting. And if I connect, oh boy, oh boy, I've got a friend i got family. I might have a client even, but it's going to be a win-win. So number one, overcome objection, acknowledge and empathize what you've heard. Number two, like I said, I probably jumped the shark here a little bit, but clarify. Ask clarifying questions to better understand the objection and ensure you have a clear understanding of the customer's concern. Clarifying questions. Well, I heard you say this. Now, when, when I hear this, this is what I think about. It. This is what you, is this what you mean? You know, because a lot of times people use words differently. I mean, I that's a big bone of contention around here with me. And, and you know, words mean something, as I, I like to say in my private uh, time with friends and family. That, that's a cliche, not on the podcast, but off the podcast here. Words mean something, and they do. But the problem is, and I've, I'm having to uh, begrudgingly, begrudgingly get to this fact Yes, words mean something, and, and we as people should not have the right to define what the words mean, but unfortunately, we as flawed human beings do. So what that means to me, what that means to you, what that means to everyone is this. Words mean something differently to different people. So we can't assume when we hear people say things that we just automatically always know what they are saying because words mean something differently to different people even though words have an absolute definition the the thing that i have learned to do is start trying to reconcile what i understand a word to mean with what my counterpart whoever i'm speaking with what do they mean and so you ask questions you say this is what it means to me how am i different where am i different from what you mean, but in sales, especially, and that's the thing, guys, you know, a lot of times we, when we think sales, we're just thinking about business, but like I said, at the front, you are selling all the time when you're, when your employee tells you or employer tells you to do something, or when your employee is making a complaint or you're when a coworker or a person in the marketplace that you serve with a colleague, when you hear people say things, the best thing you can do, your conversation shouldn't be, uh, uh, so distracted with other things that you don't have this number one driving focus in your conversations is to get clarity, get clarity, get clarity on what they mean and make sure that there's clarity on what you mean. So ask clarifying questions. Number two, number three, provide evidence, use facts, statistics, case studies to back up your claims. One of the things I love to do is I don't like to tell my clients what my products, goods and services will do. I don't. What I do is say, this is what they have done for this person. And, you know, oh, Jane, you remind me of so-and-so over here that works with us. And the reason you do is because your background is so similar. She she had the same situation. Uh, this happened and this happened. And she was able to do this with the fill in the blank that we were able to help her with. And, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, I thought, I said, well, maybe that's just an anomaly because, you know, uh, but then I saw this other person over here, similar background, not same, but similar. And then they were able to. So what I'm always able to do is to point 
to success stories, case studies in different scenarios. And as you are in business, let me tell you, that's one of the advantages of being in business longer and longer and longer. It is unfair. I'm telling you what, the effort to build rapport and authority almost 15 years later is nowhere near what it was when we were just a year or two into this. A year or two into this, my number one adversary was this thing that we were just a flash in the pan. We're going to be here today, going tomorrow. That is just another one of these pop-up internet website uh, type companies and everything else. And we had to and had to and had to overcome that. That was the number one objection to TW3 and myself. We're an unknown quantity. I'd been in one industry over here just in this niche industry for my whole life. And now because of the advent of shifts in the economy and changing careers and broadening what we did and, and starting it to fully online and all of that, well, that made me a new kid in town. That made me a new voice to be uh, heard and, and considered whether to be legit or not. And the objections to this new voice, this new company, this new brand, this new way of doing things was, well, it's a flash in the pan. It'll be here today and gone tomorrow. So if you're starting out in sales legitimately, that is one of the objections you have to get uh, uh, in your in your arsenal of how do I overcome that way I overcame it is I started off in my name. I said, listen, if I wasn't planning on being here tomorrow, if I wasn't planning on doing good business, if I was planning on just scoring as much money as I could online with as many dupes as I could in any way I needed to and then get out of here, then I definitely wouldn't put my face out there with my name connected to all my personal social media accounts. So the first thing I did, the way I did that on a subconscious level and then vocally on a conscious, you know, practical way, I said, listen, we do business on the square because we do it in our name because we're here today and we're going to be here tomorrow because you can't run from your name. See, if I would put up there leadrocket123.com or, you know, the Big Bang Marketing Company or whatever and then just come up with some phony founder name and then all this, because that happens all the time online, then, of course, I could have done whatever I wanted to, acted any way I wanted to, done business any way I wanted to because I set it up to be able to do that. And the other thing was I had set it up to where I say, I am here this is a career move for me to be here forever as long as I'm alive. Why? Because it's hard to sell your name. I didn't even set the company up to resell the company later on. There's a reason why we named it TerryWilson3.com, TW3, because it's, 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 I wanted to communicate right up front. I'm here for the long haul. So when you're starting out, you're going to have objections that might not even vocalize. You're going to have to do and consider doing things that, that shows your commitment to your company. Because I felt like, why can I ask people to commit to my company if I'm not committed to it? So I wanted to, I, no one ever needs to be more committed to your business and your company than you are. If they are, you are on the fast track to failure. I just, that's the way it is. And so that's why it was structured that way. So when you're thinking about objections, those are, if you're new, that's going to be one of the objections you got to overcome. Number three, uh, number four, number three was provide evidence. Number four, address objections up front. And that's what I was doing by the naming of my company the way I did. I anticipate common objections and addresses, address them up front in your sales pitch. So one of the things we do, because we have been so long in the opportunity space, we realize a majority of people that want to do something better for their lives, better for their careers, to start something on their own. Everybody has the dream. And everyone has the desire. 
What's tested is the determination. How quickly are you willing and how fast will you quit on yourself? And if you do feel the pressures of the natural pushback on learning something new, starting something new, developing different skill sets, all of that is a stress. How quick are you to convert the stress you feel and the uh, pushback you feel How easy is it for you to shift that over and blame someone else for those feelings? And so we do a lot of things to uh, ward off those objections on the front end, the middle end and the back end. You know, we say, hey, we've got a guaranteed program, a 90 day money made guarantee. If you do it and what are we doing there? We're letting them know up front when it comes down to the end results. What will not be on trial is our strategies, our software, and our support. What's going to be on trial is your effort because what we say is if you do it this way and you verify it this way, we put our names and our warranties behind our strategies and all that. What's not warranted is your effort and your ability to execute. And so we're trying to rightfully divide the co-labor that we have to do to make something successful. So that That's the way we have sort of addressed objections up front. We'd say, you know, if I was in the opportunity space, Mr. and Mrs. Client, if you get our platform, if you get our system, you get our support, you get our coaching, we guarantee you results. You are going to find results. The backside of that coin is you've got to be willing to be accountable. You got to be willing to be accountable to certain activity. You got to be willing to be accountable to uh, meeting certain benchmarks, because if you don't make those, then we can't we can't warranty any. We can't warranty your end. We're warranting our end. But it's a way of full-throated, full-heart, letting people know we stand and we're committed. And so that's some of the ways that we up front uh, uh, answer our objections. But in your business, maybe you've got different common objections. Maybe you're in a different space. You got to think about what those objections are. And in your dialogue, in your communication, in your presentation of what you're saying to your client, go ahead and speak to those. As a matter of fact, one of the things that one of our reps do is, at, you know, 15 years in business, thousands of clients, you're going to have one or two negative reviews. And we have. We've had like two or three and so what our our rep does he actually takes them he don't want them to find the review after the meeting he wants to bring it right up front in me i want you to see this review this review there's like three reviews and then he breaks down now look at who said that look where it's coming from look at their trail over here and some other things now in your reasonable opinion do you think the pro where do you think the problem lies on why they did not find success or why they didn't and it's just painfully obvious and it's not to try to pick on people to hurt people but you know people sort of tell on themselves in their language and their posture and the way they carry themselves in other scenarios because it's all public it's out there online so we get ahead of it we demonstrate it on the front end and we sort of um we sort of get uh you get ahead of the thing you have to do the same thing number six demonstrate your value show the customer the value they will receive from your product or service and how it can help them achieve their goals if there's a way that you can demonstrate your value on the front end of something before a sale was even made it will close 
the deal. One of my favorite things to do is when I am selling our lead generation marketing platform to other business owners and people and talking to them how we're going to be able to drive traffic. We're going to be able to book appointments on your calendar. All you have to do is pick up the phone, talk to the next person, read your scripts and do your business. We talk to them how you don't have to spend you know 99% of your time out there beating the bushes, trying to find people to speak to, trying to find people to come into your restaurant, your retail shop, trying to get your value out in front of people, but we're going to be driving the people that need, want, desire, and can afford. That is a qualified lead. We're going to be driving them right to your telephone, or we're going to be driving them to your calendar. And then here's the objection. Well, how do I know this will work, Terry? And I love that objection. And then I can say to the client, are we speaking? How did you get on my calendar? How did you hear about me? How are you reminded of this appointment? How did you see my entire sales presentation before we even spoke? How do you how do you know everything about me? And now we're having this conversation right now to have the come to Jesus moment. If it's yes or no, if this is right or wrong. How did all that happen? Well, I got a text and then I responded to that. And I, hmm. I wonder what a person that's selling lead generation and marketing I wonder what product that they would be using to do all that. Oh, so see, they just experienced what their clients will experience once they have the same tools and have the same techniques being implemented. Inspiring, informative, and informational. This is TTW333. Are you tired of the daily grind and dreaming of financial freedom? Do you want to learn how to make up to $1,000 a day online? Then we have the perfect opportunity for you. ListGoBoom.com At ListGoBoom.com, we are offering a free training course that will teach you everything you need to know about earning money online. This training course is normally valued at $97. But for a limited time, it's you will learn how to start making money for free online on your own terms. We will show you strategies that fit your lifestyle and goals so you can start earning money on your own schedule. Don't wait. Act now and take advantage of this incredible offer. To sign up for our free training course, simply go to listgoboom.com. Now, if you know what you're worth, but you want to deal with your worth. But you got to be willing to take the hit. Yeah. And not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. This is TTW333. And so it's a beautiful thing because I close that sale every time when the question is asked, well, how do I know this works? Well, how are we speaking? <laughs> How are we talking right now? So that's a beautiful one to be able to demonstrate the value. Number seven, create urgency. Now, if you are in insurance, especially, but in, 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 in real estate, this has got some stuff built in. The insurance is notorious for having open, opening uh, uh, scenarios where there's seasons uh, open. Uh, where they can come in and actually get the insurance because it, it, open enrollment's what they call it. So you just can't, there's certain products, goods and services you cannot just get anytime you want. It has to be an open enrollment. Of course, with real estate, there's that built-in urgency because something's on the market and it's going to be getting off soon if you want to do something. But So urgency, people listen, 
people want to do something all the time. I find that I have no pushback morally or ethically putting people in a time frame to make a decision because most people deal with stress by what? Not dealing with it. (laughs) And making decisions is a stressful situation. Most people, especially if you're under a lot of stress, have difficulty coming to a finalization of, well, let's do this. They let's do that. If, if human nature is let's push this back as long as I can, because I really just don't want to emotionally uh, deal with this uh, right now because it's a stress. It's a stress to say yes, because then I bought something. It's a stress to commit and say no, because I actually understand I need something. So the best way to handle it is to kick it down the road. The problem is that don't help them. And number two, it don't help you, the salesperson. So the more you can create urgency, the more you can say, I will do this, this, and this, but we have to do something by this date. Otherwise, I can't do that. The more you can create that scenario, the more you honestly are helping your client because your client needs something. They need something, some mental checkoff that says, well, I have to act. I have to do this because if I don't, then X, Y, Z. So I just want to tell you, don't ever feel like, hey, I'm manipulating people. I'm twisting. Now, I'm not saying to do it in a manipulative way. I'm not saying to do it in a d- dishonest way and, and, and in a nefarious way. But what I am saying is left to human nature. People just won't, they won't make a decision. Number eight, I love doing this, do a trial close. A trial close is asking the customer for their opinion or a small commitment such as a scheduling, a follow-up, or a product demonstration. So if you're not sure on where they're at in the decision process of are they going to buy or not, then test the waters. Hey, we've been talking about this. I know you saw this. Would you be willing to come to this webinar I'm doing tomorrow night? I'm going to be showing that. If they say yes, you know they're still interested. If they give a flat no with no reasoning, then you know you got some work to do. If they say, well, it's a scheduling conflict, and you say, well, it's going to be recorded, and I, or I'm going to be doing it again the next day, can you do that? If you give them two or three dates and they still say no, then that's an excuse, and you sort of weed it out, the excuse. But trial closes I love because it just sort of tests the temperature of where that client is. Number nine, I can't stress this enough. I can't stress this enough been in business almost 15 years let me tell you uh, number one you know what my number one traffic source of new business is number one orphan sales where did the orphans come from came from people that got hot and bothered ready to rock and roll want to take on the world ready to sell ready to start and launch their business ready to do something and then uh based on their own temperaments and and internal fortitudes they left within a week they left within a month they left within two three months but at some point frustration became the cancer of the soul and it just ate them alive and they left and the problem is All of that hard work and all of that energy and all of that effort and all of that money that they went into to developing activity to drive in and qualify people to make them buyers, they are no longer there to capitalize on all of that effort. And those children that have just gone through the birthing process and been brought to fruition full term, there's not a mama or daddy in the room 
to grab that orphan. And so we have to adopt them and bring them in the orphanage here. And that's the number one. And I'm telling you, it never pays to quit. I've never seen anybody win any prize, any goal, any trophy, any status by quitting. I mean, I know it sounds so oversimplistic, but it's it's the simple things in life, I tell you, that trip us up. You cannot win if you quit. You cannot win if you quit. Now, you can't win if you keep doing the wrong things the wrong way continually either. There is a flip side of that if you're in a hole, stop digging. I'm not telling you to quit bad activity. I'm saying don't quit on your goals, your dreams, your ambitions, and your commitment to do and make something happen. Okay, that might mean that the process that I'm using has proven over time ineffective. Well, then quit that process and change up. I'm, you know, I win by quitting all the time, but I don't quit on myself. I quit on strategies that are no longer effective. I quit on products, goods, or services that are no longer serving me. I quit on people that no longer are are committed to the relationship. You know, I quit all the time, but I quit on the right things. And the thing is, people have a hard time in sales of following up. You know, the statistically speaking, you have to touch someone six different times before they will actually make a decision to move forward. And that transcends business. It's also in the church world. It's also in the relationship world. It It's a human, it's a psychological, you know, fact. It's an axiom almost that people have to be touched through email, text, voice, uh, just in passing, uh, audible. They have to experience your voice, what you're saying, your message. They have to experience that almost six different times before they'll actually do something. It's just human nature. So that means follow up. That means get the tools that will allow you to scale your following up, the texting, the emailing, the voice, and all of that other stuff. Number 10, Finally, and probably the absolute most uh, simplistic, but the one that's overlooked. Absolutely, I'm just telling you. When I've heard this my whole life in different sales trainings from other people, but it's just true. Number ten: If you don't do, you will not ever sell anything. Point blank. Period. End of discussion. You have to do number ten, or you won't ever make any money. Number ten: Ask for the sale be confident and ask for the sale making it clear what the next steps are for the customer to make a purchase well john it was great talking to you today i am looking forward to having you on the team and having you with this that and the other i'm sending you this link right now did you get that link i should showed up right in your text okay click it and make sure that link works okay great it took you right to the page so right there if you'll go ahead and start putting in your name number and information there it's going to ask you for how do you want to pay for this do you want to finance it do you want to use your card you can use a check whatever you want go ahead and put that in uh and we will go ahead and i'm getting my staff going ahead and setting up your stuff right now as we're on the phone now as far as i'm concerned the man's making a purchase the lady's making a purchase she's gonna have whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait a minute it's gonna be it's gonna be friday it's gonna be all right, i'm not gonna you know they're gonna have to tell me so oh it's gonna be friday and this is wednesday okay i tell you what go ahead and put that in now and i'll tell them not to run it until friday but that way they can go ahead and get started on it so you don't have to wait because normally it takes a few days 
I am going to assume we are closing, closing, and closing till I get a hard no. And that's not to manipulate. That's not to be, you know, uh, less than honest with people. That is to help them make decisions because people don't make decisions left uh, to their own vices uh, at least in any timely fashion. And typically, I was reading a study of the Harvard School of Psychology, I think it was, and they was saying, you know, most people think good decisions are made by taking a lot of time with it. And the, the studies show, the studies show, the longer you take with wrestling a decision, actually the worse you become as a judger of information and making a good sound decision. Usually a good decision is made briefly, quickly, but with a lot of different voices and hashing it out and then take and being intentional and then not leaving the room, not leaving the table until a decision is made and making that decision. Because the longer and longer you go after you go through the whole, you know, vetting process of information and and wrestling with the different arguments to try to make the decision, once that's done and you keep protracting it on and on and on you're going to mentally emotionally in in your imagination bring in scenarios because you're projecting on things that may or may not even be part of the the scenario and and part of the uh, decision process so you're not helping yourself and you're not helping your clients by allowing them to just think on this thing for for days on end once all the information has been out and once all the information has been grappled with. I mean, I'm not saying make a a rash decision, but I'm just saying it's actually studies show that it's actually worse for you as the decision maker to just keep wrestling over this thing and just keep hashing it, rehashing it, rehashing it, because you're actually going to start adding things to the scenario that may or may probably statistically speaking, not even in the scenario that's going to, you're not going to see it for what it is and you're going to make a bad decision. And so you as the professional salesperson need to understand that and need to help your clients avoid that scenario. Listen, if you like today's, uh, podcast. I would love uh, uh, positive feedback in the comment section of this podcast is over episode 566. We would also love a great review on uh, our review site. If you go to terrywilson3.com, click uh, slash review, you could leave a review there. We would love your feedback. If this is, is helping you in any way to grow your business, to, to improve your business, and we would love to have you as a member. As a matter of fact, we're giving away free coaching experiences. And with that, all kinds of books and resources just for taking the coaching experience. If you'd like to take advantage of that, you can go over to terrywilson3.com slash coaching, terrywilson3.com slash coaching. We would love to work with you. Take your personal life, your professional life, your business life, your home life, anything to the next level because I have found that good thinking good communication, uh, good health. It transcends every part of my life. I'm better emotionally, physically, spiritually, and all when I am operating at my highest, highest calling uh, from my maker. So until next time, this is Terry with TerryWilson3.com. Inspiring, informative, and informational. This is TTW3.